Hey, this is Brandon Davis, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. We were talking about rings, we were laying in my king-size blue eyes, lighting in the dark. Morning came with the fight, you were gone, and I tried to text you. You're on the charts with silent treatment, like a weapon, two straight weeks Hey guys, thanks for listening to another show right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey Troy, where can they find us? Yeah, they can get us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. We even have a YouTube channel out there, Howie. And the rarely used Twitter. We did start <laughs> off using Twitter pretty often, but uh, we've, we've yeah. you know, cut back on that a little bit, but it's still there. And if you want to email us, you can do that as well. You can email me, staytunedtnh at gmail.com, or you can email Howie, staytunedhowie at gmail.com. So about all i have how you have anything to add to that well you know what troy uh i just want to just let the listeners know to just keep listening you know not only listen but like share follow and subscribe to everything that we put out there whether it's social media or just our simple podcasts you know just just listen guys enjoy hey all what's up this is brian from data monster customs Are you looking for that unique gift for your spouse, sibling, child, boss, or anyone for every occasion? Well, we do one-of-a-kind personalized figures. Check us out on Instagram at Datamonster, that's D-A-D-D-A-M-O-N-S-T-E-R, or just put Datamonster into the Google machine and check out everything we can do for you. Once again, this is Brian for Datamonster Customs.
All right, and welcome to another show here. Stay tuned with Troy and Howie, and we have another special guest on board, uh, Mary Cutter, and that's Mary Cutter with a K, uh, K-U-T-T-E-R. Uh, how you doing, Mary? Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, too. Oh, no problem. Uh, man, when uh, when you first came on board before we started recording, I'm like, man, this girl is upbeat. I want her energy. Yeah, yeah. How many monsters did you drink before you came on? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man, it's like shots of caffeine, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Literally, y'all, it's kind of cringe whenever I wake up. I am. No, you're I, not. This is like, good morning, world. Really? Here we are. You have to record yourself waking up then. If that's yeah. the case, you need to record your that's a TikTok waiting to happen, Mary. You know, that could be kind of fun. I don't know if the world's ready, but I think the time they're watching it. You know what I mean? Maybe if they're not watching it early, they'll be okay with it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, uh, in case you haven't uh heard her voice, uh, as you can tell, she is definitely uh definitely from the south, uh from Kentucky. Uh, but currently living in Nashville, Tennessee, where uh, most of our friends are, Troy. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't know that we've ever talked to anybody from Nashville, have we? Or uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a few hundred or so. But, uh, but yeah, no, that's awesome. And um, and you're definitely a uh, a country a music. Uh, boy, I can't can't speak today. A country music artist and songwriter. And, uh, and a songwriter. And uh, and by the way, I was looking at your uh, website. Uh, you have a you have a lot of explaining to do here because you were on some uh, hit movies and TV shows or TV series, I should say. It's which is MaryCutter.com, really cool. which is MaryCutter.com. Let me throw that out. Yeah. Yep, oh, so organized, Troy. I see you, King. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's so crazy. Something I've seen, especially in the last year, is, I mean, you really don't know what a song can do. And yeah. you know, with all the different, you know, TV shows and commercials and all this stuff that, you know, some of my music has found its home in. Hey, y'all, I didn't know whenever I was writing those songs with my buddies that that's the life it would have. But it's pretty cool. Not mad what, about it. What are some of the movies and shows that appeared on? Because I didn't I didn't get to that part on your website. So I apologize. So oh, absolutely. Just tell me. Well, I think that one of the most like coolest things was I wrote a song called Move It. And um, it was in the U.S. Postal Service commercial, which is oh very on the nose. We did not write it for that, but it found <laughs> its way there. Um, we were on uh, the Netflix movie Look Both Ways, which was number one on Netflix for oh, wow. over a week, which was really cool. Um, man, it's, it's been a handful of TV shows, um, different songs. I'm totally blanking. I know there, okay. there's a yeah. Oh, yeah. It was on. Yeah, I have had music on MTV with the Catfish Show. Um, I know there's been some Hulu stuff, Amazon stuff, HBO stuff, and Jeez. it's just one of those things. Of course, like for the most part, I'm writing country music and pop music, but mm -hmm. sync music, which is you know for TV and uh, film and commercials, right. it's kind of just a different world and. To be real with y'all, I didn't know much about it. Um, I was just writing songs, and um, some of my friends that I was writing with, uh, they do make a lot of their moolah from that industry. And, mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, I feel like a lucky girl to have been in those rights, you know? We wrote some good ones. Oh, that yeah. happens. Um, were those songs that you performed or just ones that you wrote? Those with the sync places were just ones I wrote on. So. Okay. Like, honestly, like, I didn't even 
I mean, I, obviously, we all know there's music in TV shows and movies, sure. but I never thought about that. You know, right, whenever yeah. I'm watching a movie, but now I do. Now, whenever I see a commercial, <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. that was 15-second placement. Oh, and it was it was the credits at the movie. That's better than the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a different way of looking at stuff now. I won't say it's ruined movies, but it has changed the way I view movies now. Oh, now, yeah. Now you just need to get one of them Super Bowl slots, right? Oh man, man, the festival oh. fun—that would be incredible. That would be very cool. <laughs> I think a car commercial would be really cool. Yeah. I think a Target commercial would be really cool. But you know, it's just—you never know. I, I, I love writing music. I love creating. Yeah. And it is just another uh, realm that music is to have a life. It's cool to get reimbursed and and payment for something that you love doing, right? That's very nice too. And you know where I come from. Um, I come from the sticks in Kentucky okay. and where all the bourbons made actually um, what part? my neck of the woods where all the horses and bourbon uh, runs free, I guess you could say right in the middle part of the state. But where I grew up, most people, you know, um, they'll graduate high school and they work on the line of the factory or they're farmers. Um, and yeah, obviously I respect the heck out of anyone that does that or any, job like that Mm -hmm. um and i think about it sometimes you know i just uh was riding down the street on music row and it hit me whenever i walked in i wrote it big loud which is where uh morgan wallen is signed to Mm -hmm. and y'all i was sitting down in the riding room and around me because florida georgia line they broke through big loud um okay i mean there's a bunch of other people too i mean big loud's so respected here in town sure and i was just looking at the walls and all these gold records and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is my life. And I can't believe I get get paid writing yeah. songs. It's like I feel like sometimes I get to be a little kid with finger paint every day and say, <laughs> what are we gonna create today, guys? And so I feel really, really, really grateful. Yeah. Now with you obviously being a very talented writer uh and gifted singer, uh if you had to if you had to pick one or the other, what is the one that you prefer the most? Oh, my Lord. Well, you know, I feel like it's like Chinese food and Mexican food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really do love them both. And that's not a cop out. Now, I will say. Yes, though, it I is. Mean, well, I will say that so far in my career, if you see them in two different buckets, the bucket writing has more water in it currently. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, with, you know, some of the cuts I've been blessed to have and like these little placements um but they're two separate things you know i was talking to my mom this was a couple months ago because she asked me and this was right right when i was signing my publishing deal which um for any folks in the audience that don't know how that works a publishing deal is when you get paid to write music and that's different than a record deal a record deals the recordings okay right and she was like well mary do you like writing better than singing because i started out with singing and I was like, okay. honestly, they're two separate things. They're just two separate things. But um, I think no matter what, I think creating is really what I love. Whether that's a unique recording or it's writing or even, you know, I mean, I love to do like paint and sewing and all that stuff. I'm not very good at it. But I think it's just creating that I love. Some some sort sure. of outlet to get your, yes. your whatever's going on in your mind out at that time, right? Yes. You just nailed that. Yes. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I don't know if, know if I nailed it. I was, uh, it's the word's pretty bad there. But... <laughs> the bunny energy, getting it out in some way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean? yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, so when, when did this all kind of start for you? What age did you kind of 
say like i want to get into music did you have like uh, a parent or something that was into it or what happened well you know i mean both of my parents are really talented but they had you know normal jobs my mom was a teacher and my dad started his own business years later um in the automotive world anyway um and so they were both very talented but they never pursued it and it never crossed my mind that it was really a thing now i did start singing in church though and um and at school functions and then i'd get invited to sing at a fair festival or Um, you know, different special events. And um, before I knew it, just like anything else, y'all know how this, know how this works. Um, I'd be singing somewhere that the organizer for the fall festival would be there. Ask me to sing at the fall festival. I'd sing at the fall festival and say, oh, you need to sing at such and such, you know. And really where my story started off, and I really am excited to tell you guys this because you all slayed in radio before slaying this show now. Um, so I was singing at different festivals at this point. Okay. And I, I didn't totally know what that looked like career wise or anything. I was still in school, the whole shabam. And I met this guy from right outside of Louisville, Kentucky, who owned a couple radio stations and a TV station. And, uh, we met backstage at something I was singing at, talked for a couple minutes, went on our way. And I kept on running into him. He would be, you know, uh, either, you know, hosting the events or covering the events with the station, I'd be singing at it. And long story short, he ended up reaching out and he asked me if I wanted to host a music variety show, a weekly show on his stations. And it would be mainly like local talent, up and coming artists on radio tour, as well Uh as hit writers. And um, that decision and that opportunity, to be honest, that changed the trajectory of my entire life. Uh, I started doing that show and I booked all the talent and I saw very quickly that uh, it was easier to get a hit writer that maybe had 10 number ones yeah. than an artist that was on the radio with hits. As y'all okay. know, y'all yeah. know what's up. And sure. anyway, uh, and this was right outside of Louisville, Kentucky, close to where I grew up. And anyway, um, once again, the abridged story Um I had a handful of bigger riders that were on the show and one in particular, he had, gosh, I don't even know how many number ones he's passed away now. Um, his name is Kim Williams. He wrote a bunch oh, of Garth we Brooks. Know Kim. You know, <laughs> oh, yeah. him? don't know him, but we know we've heard stories from him. Like I think yeah. Taylor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal person. Phenomenal. I was going to say, in fact, isn't that how Taylor got started? I believe it is. It might've been. Yeah. Like honestly, Kim was, Truly just a phenomenal, obviously phenomenal writer, talent, but phenomenal person. And um, I remember he was on the backstage or something, right? Yep. Yeah. That would make sense. I mean, I need to talk to Taylor about <laughs> Yeah, you do. Him. Yeah, you do. But anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just thought that was interesting because <laughs> you said that, <laughs> that name and I'm like, I know that name. Really and then it was, happy. yeah. That makes me really, really happy because that was the type of person Kim was. And yeah. I remember we did the show. And afterwards, he asked me if I wrote songs. And I mean, y'all, I really, I mean, I'd written some songs in the bedroom, like all sure. of us do in high school. Yeah, of course. You know, right, yeah. Sure. Shit, you know, and he's like, play me something. And I beat her ass on the guitar. I'm sure it was so bad, y'all. But for whatever reason, he literally pulled out a piece of paper in his phone and wrote down nine writers and their phone numbers and said you call them and tell them that kim williams said that they need to either write with you 
do your show or get coffee with you. And so I called all nine of those people. Now, little Mary up in Kentucky didn't realize all the people I was really hitting up. I mean, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe he did that. I was so kind of him. And eight of the nine did one of those things. And just like with the shows, singing, um, I started making trips back and forth to Nashville. And, you know, you get in one riding room and with Billy, Bob, and Sally. And Sally's like, oh, my God, you have to write with Becky. Then you write with Becky. Then Becky's like, oh, have you written with Jim? You need to write with Jim. <laughs> then you're with Jim. And it, it uh, really got to the point where I was coming down here two to four times a week. And yeah. so uh, at that point, I ended up making the move. And uh, that's kind of how it happened for me. And I guess everyone's story is different. And I'm sure you all have heard yeah. just about every story under the sun. You know, but it I mean, is yours is kind of similar to the ones that we've heard in, in a way, yeah. you know, like um, just kind of traveling back and forth, traveling back and forth. And like, mm-hmm. OK, this isn't worth it anymore. Let's just stay here. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, right. So, um, I mean, Diamond Dixie, that was another one. Right. They just mm-hmm. moved a couple, what, maybe about two years ago. Yeah, they moved from Orlando to, to yeah. Nashville. Um, a girl that's from our area. Um, shoot. Fairball. Yeah, Olivia Fairball is now in Nashville. She's another one that's up and coming. And um, yeah, a lot of the same stories. And uh, um, and some of it comes down to you willing to take that chance and mm-hmm. uh, and and leave not I mean, not necessarily leave family behind, but right. leave everything that you've built where you're from in Kentucky Right. where it is and then take that chance and uh i mean did you move to nashville by yourself and you lived on your own down there or what no and honestly you know i, I feel really blessed that you know um you know obviously a lot of people do that and they slay it but um i've been with the same guy since high school and wow. we're hitched yeah and it was actually matthew that's his name um i was going back and forth and one day i got home and he was like, Mary, what are you doing? Like, you have so much potential. You need to make the move. And so we did. And, yeah. you know, uh, I feel so lucky to have a partner that's really, really, really mm-hmm. supportive of my dreams. And, and plus, and, yeah, I was going to say, and plus he needs to retire. You know, he wants, he wants you to basically <laughs> oh, yeah, support we him, right? don't have that and not just in the music industry but any industry you know mm-hmm. i think you know to have a partner and I'll also be that partner that's supportive of dreams yeah. i think is it's it's a pretty special thing you know well that's what i was going to say like he probably already kind of had his roots there in kentucky or whatever wherever mm-hmm. you were from and like that had to be a pretty big step for him to want to move with you too and then not knowing what he's going to be able to get into to help support you right. you know one thousand percent and i think you know uh we come from the same neck of the woods i mean we, we met when we were five years old Oh my and, God. uh, my family farm and his family farms literally right down the street from it. Like literally, literally like <laughs> could walk there. And, uh, anyway, and I think it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, uh, we dream together and we chase them down together. And I think, uh, he's one of those, you know, whenever y'all are down Nashville, you'll have to meet him. He's, he's just a little genius, but, uh, yeah, yeah I'm lucky. What, what's he doing with himself now? What's what's his line of work? He does business. Um, he's an accountant. And okay. Uh, okay. he definitely has been, uh, you know, kind of a partner in crime and all the things that, you know, I've been able to do down here. And that's yeah. from like literally, you know, scrolling on TikTok and be like, hey, you need to check out so-and-so, this artist. They're going to be huge. 
then lo and behold, they get a record deal a month later. Like his A&R ear is very boom, boom, boom. Okay. Um, so it's very special. And, you know, we also write together. Actually, Mississippi Votes Blue, he wrote on that. Those are just oh. So, yeah, very well-rounded genius. You know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Accountant one during the day and songwriter at night, right? I know, right? All the things. <laughs> so let's go. MaryCutter.com. All the social medias is Mary Cutter. All, go there. Find all that fun stuff. Um, all your music is on all the streaming sites. You got, what, Spotify and Amazon Music, iTunes. All the things. All, all yep. the things. All there. So let's so, get in. Howie, you were excited here, and I'm going to transition over to you here a second. You were excited to hear about our TikTok game here, right? So uh, yeah, right. You got like, over hundred thousand followers on TikTok. When did you decide you wanted to jump into this game? Me and y'all, I was a little bit, a little bit late to the party. Uh, I remember uh, right when the COVID lockdown happened, uh, I immediately started doing a lot of rides via Zoom. And there's a feller who I've been buddies with for years since literally the week before he moved to town. His name is okay. Cooper Allen. Uh, now he has seven something million on TikTok. Oh, well, I remember we were rotten and he was like, Mary, you've got to get on TikTok. And the same thing happened again with Nate Smith, who also has over a million. I don't know how many he has. And there was a handful of other artists that I was riding for and riding with and had cuts with that they were all like, get on TikTok. So I got on TikTok finally. And it's been just such a cool thing because we write songs and we don't know what's going to resonate with people. But... <clears throat> I mean, I've been really lucky, you know, as an artist, as well as a writer for other artists, too. I mean, gosh, mm -hmm. um, with my own artistry stuff, you know, gosh, I've had several go viral. And as a writer, over a dozen for sure. And it's just been it's just been wow. really cool to see because this is the thing, y'all. There are no barriers on TikTok. You know, folks either like it or they don't like it. There's no person that's like, right. oh, oh, no, thanks. There's no gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah. it's literally I was going to say, there's no critics. Yep. Yes, and, you know, it's been really awesome, too, seeing songs that pop off and seeing how they translate into streams. That's mm. super cool. And, uh, I mean, literally everything I've released so far has been purely, the marketing has been TikTok, which is right. really, really cool. I was, I was just going to say, you now have that following, and it's just going to keep snowballing and, and getting gradually bigger, or in some cases, a lot bigger. Uh, early on, uh, uh, Troy and I interviewed a guy who basically made it big because of TikTok, uh, more so because his girlfriend decided to secretly record him singing. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of Brandon Davis. Oh, I've heard great things. We have so many mutual yeah. friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, the guy just got done last summer opening up for uh, Tim McGraw. Yeah, Tim McGraw. Well, Alexander K, who's also huge yeah. on TikTok, I had a couple yep. songs she was playing on that tour. Yeah, great, so good. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Zimmerman too, or something like that. I think Bailey Zimmerman. I have that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, it's wow. crazy. So yeah, so you're definitely going the right route there with the TikTok and as well as as well as uh, I mean, a hundred thousand followers and. Uh, you're getting these millions of streams. Uh, what was the other one I saw you? Oh, over 100 million streams your songs have accomplished. Uh, now, I my mentality is probably not as much about the songs and the artists, but much more about like the business side of things. And uh, and obviously, I'm not telling you to you know share your bank account with me uh, unless you want to. Um, but show your account number. Yeah, at least your account number. Uh, <laughs> but I'm always interested in like 
for someone who has had a 100 million streams um, in this day and age, uh, does does that equal into um, uh, making a living money or do you have to do a lot more than that? I mean, so the breakdown of streams now for a million streams and now that number, we're over 100 mil now, but I can't tell you exactly what it is. I, I think we're around 150, 200 million now. Wow. That's just that's just happened like the last month or so. That's why that's not accurate. Um, just because we've had a couple sure. songs pop off again. But anyway, uh, the typical breakdown is um, a million streams is 5K for the master ownership. So the recording, oh, but then I the see. writing side is 1200. So mm. way smaller than the master side. So now if you oh. own part of the master, that's cool. You yeah. know, if you don't, then no. So, uh, I mean, I've definitely, you know, been blessed with, you know, streams that keep on growing. Um, sure. Uh, TBH though, uh, the song placements and film and TV, that's made just as much, if not more, uh, uh -huh. than the streaming up to this point. Now, where I guess the the big moolah, life changing, let's buy a Lamborghini money comes in <laughs> is more so when you go to radio and get that number one, you know, yeah. or a huge placement, obviously. But uh, I mean, I'm doing all right, you know. Yeah, you I'm are. I'm my little Honda to my right. So <laughs> Tank, you know. Yeah, that's right, and uh, and and it's Nashville. You don't you don't need a Lambo in uh, downtown Nashville, right? No, I guess not. You know, but I, I will say, y'all can't see my shoe game right now, <laughs> but they're bright neon pink with the pink ensemble. I really would love enough moolah to really have like a little walk-in shoe closet. You know what I'm saying? With like the beautiful boots, beautiful. Yeah. Since we all have our vices. Shoes happen to be mine. So anyway, so you know, I'm definitely working towards that. You know, not quite. All right, but working towards. So, so forget the fancy car. It's all about making sure you have money to pay for shoes. I mean, you know, it's wherever we want to we want to invest our money in. You know, <laughs> who, needs a, who needs a car when you can walk, right? That's that right. True. You know, especially some sparkly, beautiful boots. Oh. Uh, so, so yeah, as we're looking at Mary Cutter uh, here on the on the screen, she's wearing a pink trucker hat, uh, wearing a pink shirt, and uh, and I'm assuming you're wearing pink shorts or something. Is that They're neon pink bell bottoms? Oh my god! And then I have pink shoes that are neon pink <laughs> let me tell you what y'all when i was walking into my sessions today nobody missed me it's a good thing i didn't commit any crimes because i think it would have been like would have been caught for sure yes you would have i want to jump back to you were talking about the streams on on uh digital platforms and such and what do you know exactly and i think i've asked this to some of our artists in the past before and i don't know that i've ever gotten a straight answer for this so hopefully you know hmm. what exactly constitutes a stream how long does it have to be played to be considered a stream? Uh. Don't quote me because I could be wrong. I've heard like 15 seconds or 20 seconds, but that, that may not be right. But it may actually, you know, that may not be right at all. That could be, it could be a percentage mm. of how much is streamed of, because I do know that like for an intro, you know, sometimes like, like Bailey, for example, on his mm -hmm. uh, EP that dropped a couple months ago, mm -hmm. uh, that intro track did not consider that was not considered a stream. So however long that was, 
needs to be that length or shorter for sure. You know what I'm saying? So maybe it's longer than 15 seconds. It might be longer than 15 seconds. I might be telling you wrong. But I think it's, you know, it's not the whole song, though, necessarily. So every time that intro plays, he never gets it never gets considered a stream for him. That's that's what I've heard. I mean, I haven't talked to him directly about that, but I was talking to someone about that. This was like months ago. Um, interesting. But they had yeah. like you know. But the thing is, it's like you know, it was just like an intro of him talking. So sure. I don't think they want to have that number necessarily behind it. But I could be wrong. All that could be incorrect. Mm-hmm. Well, you're currently doing everything that you love. You're playing music. You're writing music. Uh, you're singing. Uh, all these things that you're doing that you're really enjoying, like um, when the, when the dust finally settles, what is it that you truly want to be doing, uh, like that you want to be recognized for and doing for the rest of your life? I really, really respect Ryan Tedder, Hardy, and there's a handful of others too that they really have. Um, I mean, honestly, just trailblazed a a lane for Mm -hmm. themselves where they equally are hit top songwriters and hit top artists. A lot of times, you know, maybe they're a hit artist and they have a couple of random cuts that no one's heard of. Sure. Or they're a huge writer that could never break as an artist. I really want to do both. And one of my goals is to have two songs in the top 10 on the radio charts, one I'm just a writer on and one I'm an artist on. Oh, awesome. So that's what I'm working towards. And uh, sounds I like mean, a good goal to me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm working hard and I, I feel like, you know, doors will open, doors will close. But I think that, um, I mean, I'm really trying to enjoy the ride. You know, mm-hmm. this is a really interesting uh, business, though, as y'all know. Yeah. You know, things, you know, can be like this, then change for the better so quickly. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I've now seen a handful of friends that, you know, I was riding with along the way and still am where, you know, we were just buddies riding in our living rooms and now they're literally in arenas, you know, or some of their cases, you know, which is just crazy, you know? And uh, I think, you know, what really makes things change from what I have seen, which may not be correct. I do realize that, but from what I've seen, it starts with a hit song. You know, because that gets the business stuff. That gets the fans. It gets all these things. And you keep on working hard and you get another hit song. Then, boom, you got a career, baby. You know? So that's what I'm trying to focus on. And I I think from talking to you earlier before we started recording, it seems like you're taking the method that a lot of the current artists are taking where you're just kind of trying to put something out there every other week, every couple weeks, something like that, just to keep something fresh, new and keep your name going. Is, is that kind of, am I right with that? One thousand percent. Cause yeah. this is the thing. I mean, I do have a publishing deal. So, you know, I have a team with my rotten, but currently I'm a free agent. Whatever I want to do as an artist, <laughs> I can do. Cause I do know that like a lot of my buddies that have record label deals they don't have that luxury to release right. a lot of music and which is they have lots of other luxuries. It's mm-hmm. still wonderful to have a label deal in my opinion. But um, at this point, I'm just looking to grow, you know, I and mean, we're a hundred sure. and whatever on TikTok, and then the Spotify and all those things are growing, but folks want to listen to music. And I write a lot. Like I, yeah. tomorrow I counted up my sessions. Um, I'm going to hit number 200. Uh, and it'll be May 30th, 31st, whatever today is, tomorrow. Yeah, 200 sessions, yeah. 200 songs, rather, this year that I've written. Wow. So I write a lot. And not everyone's yeah, wild that way. That's just the way I roll. And um, that being said, 
I mean, songs don't do any good just sitting on the shelf on a hard drive, you know, and um, not every song is going to be a life-changing hit. I do recognize that. But, I mean, you look at, like, Dolly Parton. My gosh, how many songs does she have out? A lot. Because I did, like, a little deep dive a couple months ago. Like, my lordy, she's a lot more than Jolene and I Will Always Love You. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, I know, I don't know if y'all knew this or not, but she wrote both of those songs the same day. No way. The same day. Oh, my gosh. That was a good day. She drank some good coffee. But yeah. show, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, truly. Yeah. Yes. She's really so much. Music. She's someone I really admire as well. And I, oh, that, I mean, and she's really a prime example too. You think, I mean, we always think about the iconic Dolly, like um, the persona, but huge writer. The only reason yeah. we're talking about the artistry stuff really is because that's been the long-term stitch. But, um, I don't know. I mean, that's where my dog is at with the dust settling. Okay. I, I don't, you know, uh, my dog is just thinking, right, right, right. Let's create something that, you know, people resonate with. Yeah. And when you said, uh, you know, Dolly Parton, I also look at her, too, as an amazing self-promoter. Mm. Uh, so, you know, think about her doing what she did before the social media craze For and sure. getting her name out there, you know, so you know, obviously you have social media to, um, you know, utilize and put out there with TikTok and all the other things that you have going on. Um, what are some other ways? Because let's face it, when when you're talking about, um, you know, the song Move It, you know, how does how does the U.S. Postal Service say, I want this song, you know, and uh, and how do they like even know how do they even notice that song to even come in front of their, you know, ways of putting it out there? You know, I feel like, you know, in that world, there's lots of different ways. I, I feel like, to be totally real, I don't know the total story of how they got it. Uh, I okay. think it was one of my co-writers, someone on her team must have passed along. I don't know how it happened. I literally got the call about yeah. that placement. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm in. But anyway, uh just different ways though. But you know, there's all different ways to get your music out there for sure. I mean, I, I agree with you. Social media is definitely top of the list, at least on the artistry side. And it's but, free. Yeah, it's free, you know, and, and I would, I would say that it's one of the most effective too, you know, um, there's a buddy of mine who, uh, I remember he was at 50,000 followers and we were talking about writing. We hadn't written it yet, but we were literally messaging back and forth uh about setting a date and that night after we had locked in a date by the way uh <laughs> he posted a video they got 20 million views oh my god well that god. 20 million view post now he has 300 and something thousand and now he's opening for huge people so it's just like one post changed his life and that was a free post wow. one post now he worked That's hard true. it's not like just i mean it is a slot like playing slots lottery thing to a degree but sure. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know, how freaking cool is that? I mean, I don't know if there's a marketing budget realistically, at least for an independent artist, to get that exposure. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is. I don't know. But um, I feel like that'd be a lot of, you know, dinero getting thrown out, you know? Oh, yeah. I agree. So I want to go back and touch on something you mentioned when you were talking about Dolly. Um, first of all, when can we see Cutterwood? When will that be happening? Oh, um, or Maryland, however you want to call it. You know uh, Maryland. I, I think that was already taken. Yeah. Well, that's true. It is kind of like that. Might be kind of confusing. You know what? I think that 
something that's so cool about her, and we were talking about the dust settling, she has had so many things that she's done. She's been in movies. She's been in musicals. She's... TV show. Yes. And obviously music has her own freaking theme park. I mean, the queen does not rest. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. I think that that's something that's really cool. But I guess I would say that probably she took that first thing to launch off of, and then she just kept on growing and dreaming big. And I think that's, that's really special. My my second question as that, you know, that was kind of just a joke, obviously, but I thought it was just great. You know, I loved your response there, Maryland. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> who obviously Dolly was a big inspiration for you. Who who are there some some other inspirations that you really looked up to um, when she um, were getting your foot in the door? Absolutely, I am so inspired by J Lo. I think her work ethic and I never would have guessed that one coming out of your mouth. Oh, you know, it's so crazy, y'all. On my little Spotify on repeat. Several of her songs are at the very top. I really do love her music. Um, Beyonce's discipline and hard work. It's just like, it's like laser focus, y'all. And I don't know how much y'all, you know, are into football, but I think, I mean, this isn't a musical, whatever, Mm -hmm. but Tom Brady is someone else that I Mm -hmm. really, uh, and it really has nothing to do with sports, actually. It's just, once again, like his his ethic. Yes. The work ethic is like another level. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that's something that, this past year, I mean, I've always worked hard. My parents really distilled that in my brother and me to the max. Yeah. But- now, Mary, I want to ask, I'm going to ask Troy real quick. What do you think of Tom Brady? Being, He's a Buffalo Bills fan. Oh, Lord. I think he kicked our ass for about 25 years. Um, but, but other than that, no, I mean, uh, there's really no denying he's the greatest yeah, quarterback. He, ever, yeah, but he, he, at, at this point, uh, Mr. Mahomes is kind of working his way up there already, though, isn't he? My gosh. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he's amazing. Um, yeah. His work ethic, his drive, his determination, everything like you were just saying, it, it really yeah. is. It's inspiring, uh, isn't yeah, it? It really is. I think it's really, really, really inspiring. Yeah. And I mean, he even cheated better than everybody else. I mean, it was amazing. <laughs> he got to hand it to the man. <laughs> well, you know, this is something kind of interesting that kind of hit me. Uh, at Easter, I was sitting at the end of the table with my cousins and my cousin just got married to this dude from up North. Actually. Um, Mm. I want to say he's from Massachusetts, but anyway, we started talking about Tom Brady. And of course I started going on and on about his work ethic, about his discipline, you know, doing my like, Oh, it's incredible. That whole thing. Well, Teddy says, and this is something that it's going to sound so simple, but it's really stuck with me. He said, well, Mary, he's doing what everyone knows to do like his diet, the training, he's just doing it. Yeah. Whoa. Because it's not like this is like 19. It's not groundbreaking. Yeah, this is, yeah. It's not like earth shattering news breaking, you know, uh, headline news that this is what Mm -hmm. you got to do to be great at something. It's just, you got to actually do it. it. Oh yeah. It's like bodybuilders. We all, all three of us know what it takes to be a bodybuilder, but how many of us actually do the routine and the program and the lifting and all that stuff, you know, it, yeah, it, it's not something that, you know, it's it's not something you're willed to do all the time, you know, right. and, and Tom Brady is definitely that specimen when it comes to that kind of stuff, for sure. That is really so. interesting. I don't know. I just think that's fascinating. But yeah. but all three of those people really, they really do inspire. Oh, yeah. And then J-Lo, she's in her 50s now. And I mean, exactly. look at, I mean, she's in amazing shape. Oh. She still can perform. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't put her on the, the top echelon of talented singers. Mm-hmm. 
but the type of person that she can like the way she markets herself and the right. way that she stays in shape because she does a lot of uh, choreography when it comes right. to her stage work. And yeah, she's amazing. So yeah, I can and, you see. Know, I just watched. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, that's okay. No, I, I just like, I just, I, I kind of agree with you there. You know, all those people yeah. that you mentioned that, that work ethic is really yeah. key. Yeah. Well, the, it was the really thing. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. It was really interesting. I watched this uh, movie that she just dropped on whatever stream. I have them all. One of the streaming (laughs) platforms the other day. It's the mother movie. I don't know if y'all have watched it or not. I haven't. Do not eat ice cream while you try to watch. It's a little bit violent, but it was really really good. Yes. But I thought to myself, this is so cool that J-Lo took off the hat of being stunning, stunning, sexy woman and just like honestly was... I mean, it was like a uh, Tomb Raider energy of like oh. on a like crazy boom, boom, boom. But she played that role so well as, as well. And I thought to myself, when I was watching. I was like, man, this woman, she just has no limits that so she puts. Yeah. On so anyway, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, and you mentioned like J Lo, Beyonce, and and obviously you know Dolly and all those other singers. Uh, do you, when it comes to writing music, are you writing for all genres or are you just writing for the uh, country scene? All genres. And now all my sessions, though, I'm very uh, uh, lasered in. We know what we're writing for before we walk in the room. And okay. that keeps it super clean. You know, are we writing for Mary Cutter artists today? Are we writing for Billy Bob, who's looking to cut um, his new record with Sony? Are we writing for TV radio or TV film today? And that keeps, of course, like, you know, you don't always have to stay in that bucket, but it does help, you know, sure. I'm pop, you know, and it's pretty cool. Yeah, most this is, definitely. This is just really funny to me because this is so eerily similar to the conversation we had with Taylor. Like, I yeah, mean, I, you 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 say you do personally know Taylor, or yep. yeah, I mean, like, I, I just can't imagine you two not working together. This is, I mean, this is crazy. Like, you guys seem so similar. It's, well, you yeah, know, right? it's it's a small town, but there still hasn't been enough time to work with everyone. I guess you sure. know, I mean, honestly, I kind of feel like probably. Even being in this business, if you were in the business for like 20 years, there's still going to be people that you haven't met. I guarantee it. Because it's still, sure. it's a very small town, but it's still a huge industry at the same time. Sure. But yeah. it's kind of crazy. Very small world. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you know what? Maybe maybe that's what we should plan on, Troy, is to go down to Nashville for our fourth anniversary show. Um, <laughs> because, amazing. yes, I mean, we have so many uh, people that we know down there. I think it's about time. We could probably open up our own venue, da- rent our own venue, and have all the folks that we've had on from that's Nashville. Cool. Wouldn't it be? so cool. I was going to say, we might have enough friends down there that we'd be able to sleep on some couches and stuff. So Yeah, right? Yeah, how big is your couch down there, Mary? <laughs> I mean, I feel like one of y'all could fit. You know, get the air mattress up, you know. Okay, fair enough. Um, before we get into uh, your song that you're going to be release- releasing here really soon that we're going get- to get to hear, and another question I wanted to ask you, and um, as far as your performing side of things go, have you had the chance to open up for anybody of, of any big names out there at this point? Or, or are you hoping I mean, to, you know, is there somebody you'd love to open up for? Oh man, there's a lot of people I'd love to open up for. Um, gosh, I mean, mainly I was just playing on different festivals with like big bills. Um, I didn't go out on the road with anyone like on tour though. Okay. Not okay. yet manifesting that happening, but man, honey bun, there are so many, I mean, literally, I think this is such a cool era right now in the music scene, not just within country, obviously, but also even like 
there's even been like tours where it's crossing over like different yep. genres. And I, I yep. feel like, you know, mm -hmm. it's just one of those things that um, it's going to be really cool once I hit the road and start playing more shows. Uh, and this whole season, of course, COVID kind of happened. That changed everything up. Yeah. But leading up to that, it was really writing, 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 writing whenever I moved. And then COVID happened. And then it was like, hey, I should do this social media thing and build this. And that's, you know, what I've been working on. Mm -hmm. I am very ready to hit the road soon, though. Yeah. So it'll no. be cool. That's a really cool point you brought up there. And I, and I agree that there's so many, not just um, people that are touring together that you wouldn't really think would tour together, but even the artists themselves are blended at this point, right? Like, you know, you brought up Morgan Wallen earlier, like somebody yeah. like him or um, but the guy that, that uh, Jelly Roll, look at Jelly Roll right now. Like, I mean, that guy started off country rap yeah. and now he's like kind of even in the rock game a little bit. Like, I mean, yeah, it's just crazy where all these people are going right now. Well. And, and, yeah, I mean, think about Taylor Swift. I mean, she's yeah. probably the most famous one, really, that kind of did that, you know, from country or even Miley Cyrus. Yep. That's so true. Mm -hmm. I guess this is no boxes unless you want to be in a specific box, which you know, some artists, that's what they want to do. And that's yeah. really Gucci, you know, but it is really, really interesting. And I would guess my hypothesis of our show would be that with TikTok and social media, I would guess that, um, that's going to continue even more. Mm -hmm. because, I think so. You know, on your FYP, you might have a Jelly Roll song, but then have a Lainey Wilson song, and then yep. have a Justin Bieber song. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Yep. You know, so it's kind of cool. That sounds like my playlist. <laughs> we see you. Uh, no, I mean, very. I mean, honestly, like I listen to yeah. all kinds of different music of all different genres, so it it really does sound like something that would be on my playlist, and it would probably drive my family crazy. And I'll be I'll be honest, Mary, before before we started doing this podcast, I really did not listen to a lick of country music. And uh, and since uh, starting, you know, since coming on board and doing this and chatting with all these country artists and people like yourself, uh, I mean, your personality alone makes me want to listen to you uh seriously and uh and then not only that but i have listened to some of your songs and you have an amazing voice you have an amazing talent for writing as well as singing and uh it's just really cool um you know to be able to talk to someone like you who is that passionate about their music that uh and you can just tell i mean troy and i have said this for ever since we've started that mm -hmm. uh, man you can just tell the people who are truly passionate uh mm -hmm. with their art and uh Man, and you're that means a lot to me Keith. yeah i really appreciate that and i mean it's like i said earlier i mean there's a lot of worse things we could be doing with our time we literally you get to create it. music i mean it's so cool so anyway i appreciate your kind words so thank you very much sure well, not a problem okay so again we're talking to mary cutter and you can go to marycutter.com all her socials are linked on there if you want to look them up separately just look up mary cutter on whatever social you're on all the streaming music sites, it's all there. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, all that fun stuff. I don't know about y'all, but I love me some Alice Cooper. Sure. And Ooh. literally, when I was in the studio, I told my producer, Sam, I said, Sam, what can we do to once again go too far? We could <laughs> the mute button. What can we do? What would Alice Cooper have done if this was his song? And Sam was like, get on the mic. Let's go too far. And we just had a blast. And I'm really, really pumped uh, for this song to be out in the world. And uh, it's just kind of cool how you never know. Once again, we said it earlier, mm -hmm. how songs yeah. be created and, you know, what they 
blossom into it? And also what what folks gravitate towards? Um, before we do, I, I got to mention this, and I've said it to Hallie before too, but one of my favorite quotes ever came from Alice Cooper, and it was, um, you know, they ask him about how he gets paid for his performing and stuff like that, and he's like, listen, I don't get paid to perform. I love doing that. I get paid for the other 23 hours of the day. <laughs> wow, that's really special. So, and, y'all, he's someone I really want to meet. I really, yeah. My dad and I, uh, we went to two Alice Cooper concerts thus far. Then COVID hit. We were making it like a yearly tradition. Then COVID hit. But anyway, y'all, wow. What a kick-ass guitar player, Nita Strauss, right? Oh my oh, god, so talented, Ugh. so talented. Yeah. It's just, Talk about an entertainer. And, you know, we could talk about his songs for days, you know, thoughts and theories and all that. But I will say, very creative. He put himself in no box. And it's really been cool. Um, And I have a couple buddies here in town who have worked with Alice. And literally only said great things about him, which is kind of cool, too. Like, on a personal level, he's supposed to be Mm -hmm. a great guy. But anyway, kind of neat. Yeah, you need to get the word out to him about how you want this to be an Alice Cooper gone country. Oh, man, can y'all imagine like a feature? I think, I I feel like my parents would finally feel like I made it. They're like, the girl done it. What what needs to happen is to have one of those videos, those duet videos were on TikTok where he's like, oh, do this and then him reacting to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. such a good idea, Tori. I'm looking into that. That's a genius yeah. idea. Yeah. There so you go, Alice, Alice. If you're listening to this podcast, you're getting ready to hear "Whole Town Knows" by Mary Cutter. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be out there on TikTok, little clips of it here and there, or whatever. So uh, let's let's hope we see an Alice Cooper video reaction to uh, your song here.
I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's true I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not like you I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's true I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not like you I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's true I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not like you Every time you look, I know I bring you down You build for better things, I'm better underground Every time you look, I know I bring you down You build for better things, I'm better underground This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. We really hope you enjoyed the show. Please share, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Let your friends know you heard it right here on Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And we'll see you next week. Till next week, stay tuned.